The things you said before. You might be right. Not gonna mean anything. If we don't make it together. I don't think we can make it. I think if we ever get out of this dump, I'll just split. We made it together so far. We've come a lot of miles, but we're not close to anything. I always thought jails made people hard. Not you, boy. I mean, you're just not tough enough to forget about Benyon. I chose you, not him. You know that? Not that it makes any difference. Welcome to Trilogy in Theory. My name is Webb and this is my co-host Mike. And we continue our journey with Quentin Tarantino in his book, Cinema Speculation. The film and the chapter we're talking about today is another Steve McQueen feature, The Getaway. I did not like it when I first watched it a couple months ago, but it stayed with me. This is not a perfect film, after my second viewing. Uh, and, and Quentin Tarantino points that out throughout his chapter. I think his conversation with Walter Hill, the screenwriter at the time, uh, is, is absolutely wonderful. Um, and I, I, I'm really starting to appreciate this Sam Peckinpah feature. What about you, Mike? Well, I only watched it a couple of weeks ago, and I have to say that uh, I still don't like it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> What did you not like about it? Well, it's interesting that like this, I guess the main thing I don't like about it is the same thing that uh, QT does not much care for, or I guess he cites that many people did not like. Um, the the villain, I guess one of the villains, the one that's chasing them. Uh, so the... Uh, Rudy. Yes, uh, who I only recognize this actor from uh, The Godfather, uh, right? Uh, he's he's one of the, the many threats to the Corleone uh, family. And uh, here he's just uh, ultimate sort of dirty scumbag who, for whatever reason, uh, you know, Steve McQueen, once he gets the upper hand on him, I guess took this guy at his word that he thinks uh, bulletproof vests are for pussies. And so he just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, he does not think that this scumbag would lie to him. So he survives and just becomes the looming threat. Um, now, there are other threats here. I, I don't know why we needed, I guess the uh a number one henchman to still be there because most of his shenanigans involve uh stealing another man's gal and having this uh weird sort of uh sexual domination of her and i guess him uh as the as the you know they're the two captives um unpleasant <laughs> would be the word he's i think tarantino <laughs> says that he's not much to look at and he's certainly not much to look at when he's he's being vile. This is not a villain that you're drawn to. And it's uh, tonally obviously uh much different than what we get from McQueen and Ally McGraw who I think, you know, from our previous episode on Bullet, 
Uh, McQueen uh, is famous for sort of underplaying things. He just wants to sort of glower and just sort of stare at the camera with his sort of movie star charisma. Uh, and Alan McGraw is not, um, I would say she's not the most like active here. There's, it's a lot of pensive stares <laughs> and maybe concern about their impending doom. Um, so it was interesting that Tarantino pointed out the, uh, one thing that he has come around on, like you, I guess, is uh, Miss McGraw's performance, which he said for decades that he also sort of dogpiled on uh, the critique that apparently she got most of the, uh, the the negativity when it came to the critical reviews. She was not my concern. It was <laughs> the constant going back to this idiot villain uh, and the terrible things he was doing. It reminded me of like Natural Born Killers if they had spent 30 minutes of their runtime going to like Tom Sizemore and his perversions, like on the trail of the killers. I don't know if you're too familiar with that film, but there are a couple instances where it shows this cop is just as much of like a sociopath as they are. Now add 30 more minutes of that <laughs> as opposed to like, you know, three minutes, um, did not, did not enjoy it. And I don't actually think this is, um, how I want my Steve McQueen. I don't know. I, I really don't like the McQueen and Ellie McGraw pairing at all. I need something. I need, I need some, somebody needs to talk. Uh, somebody, somebody needs to say something before they get dumped out of a literal dumpster <laughs> into a <laughs> landfill. Someone needs to have a conversation about where their romance has uh, has led them, where their lives have led them to this point. So if you like what you heard, stumble over to patreon.com slash projectingfilm. There you'll find all of our episodes on cinema speculation for this year along with other Patreon-specific episodes for movie podcasts such as Offscreen Death and Sober Cinema. And if you hate clicking on links, don't worry. You will get your own podcast-specific feed under commentary track, as if you need one more feed to listen to me on. It's just a buck, though. <laughs>